Yeah, it's the feelies. <clears throat> the feelies. <laughs> uh, for a while, that called, um, and it's off the um, Only Life record. Uh, they had another one, I think, before that. Um, God, I can't think of it. But that was good. I had that one and lost it somewhere. Lost it somewhere. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is the Flesh Hammers. Can I tell you a little bit about them? Uh, let me see if I can get this and enlarge it. I brought these glasses with, and they seem to be kind of ineffective. <laughs> oh, I'm, they're doing something, but... Um, uh, let me tell you about the artists. Uh, the Flesh Hammers are a controversial and musically brilliant outfit who have succeeded in creating a sound all their own. The band was formed in 2003 in Reno, Nevada, Reno, Nevada but is now based in the San Francisco Bay Area. The that Okay, we're, um, the name of this song is called Psycho Woman. And I'm, uh, all right, that's turned up. I'm touching... Touching that. Come on. All right. The circle with the, you know, with the dot, the little gap that rotates. Here we go. Psycho woman, psycho woman, no identity, psycho woman, 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 psycho woman
just that I remind you of someone you used to care about. Oh, but that was long ago. Now tell me, do you really think I'd fall for that old line? I was not born just yesterday. Besides, I never talked to strangers in their way. It's Tom Waits off the um, Foreign Affairs record uh, with Real Tiny Writing. Uh, I'm not sure uh, uh, the name of that song. <laughs> you can guess or uh, find out. We're going back to the basement. This is Philip Peters. Philip Peters. Um, if you dig this, go on uh, Bandcamp and look for it. I'm going to try to get any some more information off this thing. Um, uh, um, this is Welcome to the Quiet Room uh, by by Quiet Room. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not sure. Hold on. Let me uh, read this. So, Philip Peters, singer, songwriter, recording artist. Welcome to the Quiet Room. So, I guess that is the name of the record by Quiet Room. So, I guess that's what Philip Peters's uh, alter ego might be. Quiet Room. 
And uh, this is, God, can I make this bigger? Carbon Dioxide Girl. And see you guys up. And if you dig this, um, look for Philip Peters Bandcamp. That's where there's, that's where you find it. The circles are going in a circle, and the pause thing came back. That's always a good sign. But you know, uh, usually it's uh, here we go.
Limpia, limpia bota, limpiame los zapatos, limpia, limpia bota, limpiame los zapatos, vayan las alegres notas de la música cubana. Yeah, that's off my Latin Hurricane record. Um, these are the uh, uh, Los Cinco Caballeros, <laughs> and that was uh, Limpia Botas. And we're going back to the basement. This is uh, Eric Ammerman. If you dig this, you can find it on Bandcamp. This is off uh, the Low Trees EP, and this song is called Blinds. Uh, Eric Ammerman and let's see we got that and that's up that's the pause everything's in place just like
Yeah, it's Funkadelic off uh, the greatest hits. Um, uh, 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 Perfect Process, name of that song. I'm uh, going back to the basement. This is Adnan Chowdhury. Adnan Chowdhury. If you dig this, um, I got to play this one because it's uh, called Surf and Sitar. And uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, the pause button and the lines. It's a good sign. The lines are dots of going across. I Means something's happening. Uh, sometimes I get impatient and I have to hit it again. Here we go.
Yeah, it's Jan and Dean and the wrecking crew, no doubts. Um, I got to drive. <laughs> Man, that's pretty bad, huh? Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They got some good songs, and I'm sure they're, you know, it was like that. But that one, they were uh, paying bills with that song, definitely. All right, uh, we're going back to the basement. This is Manly Martian. Oh, shit. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, I mean to curse uh, when I... I like to reserve the cursing for, you know, making a point about something. All right, I'm, I'm kind of getting myself situated. I got these glasses on. They're great for kind of looking, uh, looking around, but they're not... Uh, they're not uh, so I'm, I'm enlarging this. Mar uh, Manly Martian is a studio project formed in 2009 by multi-instrumentalist Nathan Manley and D. Martin. Martian. I'm sorry. Their upcoming double album, Planet uh, Eft, will be uh, comprised of eight tracks and without vocals, and it will feature eight dot, 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 dot. Read more. Um, you got, uh, I can't. If I get off this page, I may never be able to get back. Um, this song is called Albatross. If you dig this, look for Manly Martian on Reverb Nation. Albatross. See, we can turn that up there. The dot is uh, getting chased around in a circle. This dog chasing its tail one, whatever it's called. I don't know. I'm sure there's a name for that one. But it assures me that something is uh, happening. It has recognized that I did request the song. Um Oh, don't do that. So I got this thing. I just updated the um, operating system on this. And here we go. And um, it keeps asking me for uh, Apple ID. And I bought this thing used. And I don't know what it is.
just about the time I start to tell you I start feeling blue And just about then I lose my nerve and wait another day or two Cause just about the time I think it's over I start missing you Just about time I paid you back for treating me like you do But just about the time I get the nerve I can't seem to carry it through Cause just about then an empty feeling reminds me I miss you
Yeah, it's Errol Smith, sick as a dog off of uh, rocks. <laughs> That's right. Um, what did, we had some before that, too. Um, there's some uh, Johnny Cash in there off of uh, really early uh, Sun Records stuff. Um, and then I got this record. It's um, uh, 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 Front, R-O-T-R. And it's, it's uh, I forget what they, oh, Rodney on the Rock, um, who is a big promoter of um, like an L.A. punk bands back in the day. And that was, um, what was that, Power? No, it was called uh, Wild. Wild by, uh, uh, I forget. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, we're going back to the basement. This is Brett Allen Gregory. And this is uh, Tales of the, of the Bed Yam. Uh, that's the name of the record. And uh, hold on a second. Um, I think we're going to do this song. This is Country Girl. Touching that Gregory. Wait, uh, Brett Allen Gregory, if you dig this band camp. Uh, country girl. Um, yeah, he's uh, out of um, Northern California. Livermore. I know where that is. Pause button's there. It's waiting. I close my eyes, but I can't sleep. Look what your love's done to me. I know you want to take your sweet time. Pretty girl, I'm about to lose my Just what I need Down this road to end double time My heart ain't stopping for no stop sign You hear me under a moonlit night One little kiss and a bit of my mind Your heart can run but it can't hide it Country girl got to be mine Well everything about I just feel so I'm 
dive and swim in the ripples of your love Whoa, I dreamed you were a jewel Sitting on golden crown on my Sorry about the quality of that one, but you know, you just, you get what you get, but that's a good tune. That's Donovan, um, uh, 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 Fisher King. What is it? Uh, three King Fishers. Yes. Uh, going back to the basement. This is, what is this? Uh, instrumental rock, uh, featured song. Here we go. This is Todd B. If you dig this. He's out of Everett, Washington. Everett. Um, let's do... Um, song's called Snakebite. Todd B., if you dig this, on band... Uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, Reverb Nation. Todd B. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. 
hear you say light Taking you nowhere Life's begun, nights are warm and the days are young Come with us, baby There's my baby, lost, that's all What's I'm begging you say for a little Come with us, baby Last night they loved you Opening doors and pulling some strings And you looked in time Never looked back Walked tall at
Bug Out Square, Smini Radio, hit that donate button. Thank you, contributors. Nice group this week. And, uh, you know, do what you got to do to do. I know everybody uh, knows about it. I ain't going to point no fingers. I don't want nobody to point no fingers. <laughs> but I, right on, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll break it down. Stone, stone, junkie. 
Jews have now arrived in this nation. There's now a people with a different relation. Black and white, yellow, red and blue. All in the same bag, we know it's true. They just stone junkets, stone, stone junkets, stone junkets, stone, stone junkets. Don't let your mind become offended, Miss Lady. Cause you ain't no better than, than our typical Sadie. You just got money, you can spit out at will. But when come aches and pains, you still use the pill. I don't mean nothing. Stone jacket, stone, stone jacket. Stone jacket, stone, stone jacket. One more. Stone jacket, stone, stone jacket. Stone jacket, stone, stone jacket. I'm telling you, 
I try to not even engage in the shit, and my brother, who is equally as intelligent, is sitting across from her, and he actually starts to argue with her. It's like, well, why don't you get, like, a, a snapping turtle? And she's like, I don't want a snapping turtle. It might try to bite me. And I feel like I'm refereeing a boxing match at the Special Olympics. And my aunt, who actually has special needs, is in the kitchen making a hand sandwich. And true story. You can't make this shit up. And she takes a big bite and goes, you motherfuckers are retarded. make this shit up. So I'm sure you guys would have guessed by now, um, naturally, I'm a middle school teacher. <laughs> yes. So by day, molding young minds, by night, on the hunt for Red October. That's a big black sub full of semen. Ooh. Ooh, I'll take some ooze. I'll take some ooze. Ooze are better than silence, bitches. Preferably driven by Denzel Washington. Even if Gene Hackman's there watching, I don't give a fuck. So, you movie buffs, you are dying right now. Fucking nerds. So, I'm in my classroom, and the fact that I'm gay gets brought up the other day, or at least I thought it was. And, um... You see, my, my school is broken up. Each grade is broken up into teams, and they're named after, after colleges, and I teach all the grades. Um, so one of my sixth graders stands up, and he's like, Mr. Mack, what team are you on? <laughs> right? She had the correct reaction, people. That, that audible gasp is what I did, and my asshole puckered. <laughs> and I went... <laughs> I confess, people, I went to a fucking dark place. For just a few, just a moment, I'm like, what fucking Jesus freak parent set this little shit up for this? I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not going down like that. I'm not a fucking punk. Locking that door. I'm donkey punching one of these bitches at a time. Taking two of the Spanish-speaking mijos, we're hopping in my fucking scion. One to use as collateral, one to translate. We're halfway to fucking Mexico. Before these little shits come to, or anybody realizes what's fucking going on. I know. Thank you. And then, reality set in. I calm down and I, I realize, fuck, he means what team I'm on. And they don't realize that I teach all the teams. So I go, well, I'm just being silly. I'm like, well, what team do you think I'm on? And they go, you're a bear. <laughs> Which amongst, amongst my people, I am a bear. A little fake corn fed, a little fur. I'm a bear. So I start shitting myself laughing. And as a result, they think they guessed it. So one by one, 40 of these little bastards pops up and goes, you are a bear, we got it, Mr. Mac is a bear, he's a bear. And again, this is a true story and fuck, if I ever make it big, I'm gonna lose my job over this anyway. So I just go with it and I'm like, fuck, I was like, you know what? 
I am a bear. We're all bears. And you know what we should do? One weekend out of every summer, we should all get together with just other bears and just lounge around. Go up to the river and just only hang out with other bears and just be super lazy. Gee, we could call it Lazy Bear Weekend. <laughs> Those fuckers lost their shit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and I can make this up. The other sixth grade team, mm, the organ papers. <laughs> so I said, and absolutely no beavers allowed. There's the clap break. Wow. Funny guy. Hey, she's here. Here, So you had to go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Go get some BC. Are, is it because yeah. you're sicky? You're, you got to get the special. Oh, well, I got birth control, but I am still oh. feeling a little bit ill. Yeah. That I'm not going to go to the doctor for. I will but just. But you were already there. Don't you just say oh, like, I'm hey, I'm there. Lady, lady doctor, I should say. But she didn't. She She's a regular doctor, too. She wasn't like, oh, are you okay? You get a little stuffy in your throat or whatever. Well, she didn't I mean, even she say. She could anything. only give me like birth control. They can give you anything. They can give you anything. Not with the insurance I have. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that's the fun stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 six, it's, it's, it's six seasons. So everybody. It's six seasons. Yeah, everybody's got right it. now. Well, I actually, I'm gonna go burn it out of myself. I leave on Sunday to go to Mexico, Mexico. for 10, yeah, 10 days. And I learned that Cabo San Lucas actually is sunny 320 days out of the year, average. So I'm really hoping that it's like super sunny and awesome. You're and if gonna, it's not, I honestly don't give a fuck. You're not going to wear a lot of clothes. That's cool. No, I, I don't think we'll be wearing <laughs> a lot of clothes. And the good thing is, you know, you'll be well by the time you get on the flight. Right. Well, and I did this thing where um, Virgin does this new thing where you can bid for an upgrade. So I did this. I didn't tell Jonathan. He doesn't listen to the show anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but I put in a bid to get bumped up to first class on our way back. So, But I only bid $150 a ticket. That's the least you can bid. You can bid from 200, uh, from $150 to $255. I'm not, which is less than the upgrade anyway. But I'm not going to spend more than $150. So if they accept the bid, they'll charge me. But if they don't accept the bid, they don't charge me. So it's no big deal. Like, it's I don't... Right. I can't lose anything, but if I get, if we get chosen and we get to be in first class on the way home, on it'll Virgin be, Airlines it'll too. be the best, like it's a two and a half hour flight. It would, Jonathan would freak out. It'll be like my Christmas present to him. Free be champagne. Like, and I'll free all, all this stuff. All this stuff. And not, we don't want to do it on the way there because we're going to be so excited and we wouldn't care anyways. But right. on the way back, if we're just like, you know, tired and lounging. Right. And we get to be in first class and on stuff. It would be amazing. So I'm really hoping, fingers oh, crossed, man. that Virgin America, because then I, how many, uh, you know, headphones can I bring back? 
Yeah. You know what? That's usually what I do too when I fly, fly them. They're they're my favorite airline. Absolutely, they really are. And that first class. Ooh. I've never been. We've neither one of us has ever flown first class. So if it happens, I'm gonna be super stoked. Dude, you, oh, you're gonna live like kings and queens for those two hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, the, the chairs are like really big and comfortable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I we'll see if I get it. And it is for me. It's like a kind of a crazy like $150 a ticket. What would you want to do that? But the flight was so cheap. I mean, the tickets were only like $150 anyway. Oh, really? So, yeah, no. I know. That's why. So this is when we like to go out of town every year, and it's called Moss Thanks. It's the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where Virgin American flights are the cheapest. So last year we went and visited his sister and that was right got the New York, ago. New Jersey things, and then uh, this year we're gonna go to Los Cabos and. Uh, so I'm super stoked. Where are you guys staying? At an Airbnb that I found that has like um, a saltwater pool and we have our own yes. private like balcony area and it's yeah. this big, I'm really excited. There's a big kitchen that's like a group kitchen, but I'm, I don't know if other people are going to be there or not. It's like a bunch of cabanas that are in this one like group or whatever. So I have no idea how it's going to be, but the pictures look amazing and I'm just like, I'm so excited. I'm so jelly. So, yeah, and you're going to be gone for a week, right? 10 days. 10 days. So I'm actually going to be missing two AltaCasts. So it's up to you if you would like to do it them. It's up to me. It's up to you. Dun, dun, Completely dun. up to you. If you don't want to do it, no big deal. We can take a two-week break. If you want to do it, great. Whatever you Which want. means I won't be seeing... Well, I leave on the 18th, so I will oh, see yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You'll see I'll me. I'll see you. Yeah, because I'm mind. back on the 13th. It's not... I'm not, like, leaving forever. So it's you probably won't want to stay yeah. forever. Well, I mean, kind of, but I'm going to... I mean, Things are so crazy with the um, with the festival. I just won't. I, I'm gonna come back and hit the ground running. It's gonna be like, okay, just work, 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 work. Get it all just all the ducks in a row to just launch in January with all the PR and stuff. And uh, oh, uh, Steve Poggi's on his way here on a plane. Yay. He actually wanted me to tell you something, so I have Steve to. Poggi. I have to. Um, old dumb face. Old dumb face comes in today at. Like 4.15 as plane lands. And he wrote me a text and he's like, I got through the airport and security in four minutes. He's like, I'm a fucking doctor. Okay, so this is what he said. He said, got through airport security in four minutes like a goddamn doctor. My flight is going to land uh, 4.45, 4.45, whatever, whatever. Uh, Uber, Bart, blah, blah, blah. And here's what he says about... Uh, tell Latoya the one time I'm fucking flying we might be delayed because cocksucking Trump came to the St. Charles Convention Center oh, man. basically seven minutes from my house explain what that means what does that mean the St. Charles Convention Center is it's a St. Charles is a suburb out, uh, in say, outside St. Louis where a f- bunch of fucking stupid Trump supporters and so what it means what it means is he basically probably got caught up in traffic and shit on his way to the goddamn airport because yeah. of his orange fat fucking ass. I hate that guy. But the, but the good thing is Steve Hoji will be here. Yes. And Trump will be in STL. Great. Wonderful. Sad. Yeah. I, he's gonna, I'm really excited that he's, um, and he'll be staying at your crib, right? Right. He is going, he's cat sitting. Yeah. He's, he's cat sitting for, um, uh, for my, for me, for my buddy, for Spike, and uh, I mean, I started writing things down today because I'm like, yeah, ten, we're gonna be on for ten days. ten days, and there's a lot of like rules that 
old dumb face isn't going to want to abide by. Like, <laughs> we're not allowed to smoke in my building. It's just a thing. And if you do, the, the neighbors end up finding out. And then they tell the building manager. Okay. Because... And you're not even allowed to smoke in the backyard. We have to smoke in front of the building for whatever reason. I don't understand, but whatever. It's a rule. I'm fine with it. You smoke pot inside, no big deal. But the cigarette smoke, I think because it like it lingers. It lingers. It lingers. And, I mean, yeah. And Which is, you know what? The thing is, I think that's cool because I didn't when I was a smoker. I didn't want to smoke in my apartment either because I, I don't want the stench. Well, I don't want to smoke like with the. Cat. I don't want him to smoke inside with the cat either. So it's kind of like because I don't want the cat breathing all the secondhand smoke, and he already smokes enough pot smoke on his own. <laughs> The cat so i'm fine i'm fine with weed. just no no but we're just afraid that oh dumb face i know he has i mean well and the other there was last year when he took care of the kitty when i was at um mike scott's wedding and it was new year's and i get a phone call at five in the morning on new year's day from my building manager terry saying spikes out spikes downstairs i don't know what's going on and i'm like what and i guess steve had been so drunk that he like left the door open or something oh no and so yeah there was weirdness and i was like i don't know so she picked him up and put him back in the apartment it was no big deal because she has keys so no big deal but i was like what did you what are you what is happening spikes downstairs how would he he doesn't even i can't imagine him walking down all four flights of stairs either wow yeah well the good thing is that that's that was old old dumb face old old dumb old, face, yeah. old dumb face. but just recently he was in the hospital wait what okay so he is on my show this friday which is uh broken comedic stories of physical trauma it's gonna be this Friday, eight o'clock. He's got a news on Pamta- on Pamtastics. Yeah, here I'll show you the picture because he sent it to me, and I put it on the thing. So the comedians on the show, it's going to be actually, if you guys want to come to a show, it's a stellar lineup. Um, three of my favorite comedians are on it: uh, Steve Poggi, Chris Kanatzer, and Natasha Muse. All of them headliners in their own right. Steve Poggi just coming off of his, he was headlining, was he in Alabama last week headlining? I don't remember, but he called me. He's like, yeah, I'm doing two shows tonight. So we did two 50-minute shows on on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Anyways, so he's a real headliner in his own right. Chris Kanats are obviously a completely hilarious person. And Natasha Muse has been in it forever, and she's headlines all over the place. So anyways, that's this Friday. It's going to be a great show. And this is the picture of Poggi. I... It is so hard to to see all posts. I want to see the damn picture. There it is. So it says, just in time for this Friday's show, Steve Poggi in a hospital gown. So you can see he's got a little cuff on there. There he is. Definitely has that sort of new skin haircut. Not the most flattering angle of the Poge. I'm like, why are you in the hospital? Yeah, he took it to selfie. It's a hospital selfie. Hospital selfie. What the fuck did he do? I have no idea, but we'll probably find out about it. This. Uh, Hopefully it has nothing to do with cars because I remember the story he oh told God, yeah. uh, talked about with him uh, uh, running into something in his oh, vehicle. Yeah. When he was when he got a DUI, they didn't he never got charged for because he just was like I just sold you too. He ran into parked cars on a, on a parking. Uh, uh, it's it in a, felony, funny, but that wasn't even the felony. The felony was the breaking and entering. He never got in trouble at all for being drunk and driving his car and hitting cars. two into two parked new cars so they had to trash the cars it was a car lot Uh, crazy right Uh, but so this this Friday it's going to be comics tell story of broken bones and trauma three minute audience stories encouraged during the show so 
if you have had any, we know that there'll be a story from Scotto of Flat Black Plastic for when he was skateboarding and just fell and broke his broke his leg in like 12 places. It was crazy. And um, hopefully my buddy, uh, Chef Robert, will be here to tell the story of how the Hummer hit him and flayed his leg open. Oh my God. And he wasn't supposed to ever walk again. He's oh. lucky to be alive, but none of his arteries were, his, his, basically his Jesus. leg just opened up like a pinata. Oh my God. And, but they put it all back together because surgeons are amazing. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But so we're gonna encourage audience stories. And then also the comedians will be telling stories. Do you stories have any of, of yourself? Well, I mean, I would have to say that spitting the skateboard story and spitting out the teeth is pretty. That's pretty. Gnarly. That was pretty gnarly. Um, and I mean, I'll probably put that picture up on this today and be like, "Look, here's me when I busted my chin open," because uh, the teeth. But I mean. I, my other broken bones are like I've had my nose broken four times. How I mean, I guess I could tell. I just what? Jonathan wouldn't like the story if I told for when, I'm, when I was a whore. If I told a story about how my nose got broken during sex and I let him finish. Wait, yeah, what? I took his t-shirt. <laughs> I took his t-shirt and I let him finish. Wait a minute. Because we were facing each other, right? Because she's laughing really hard. It is. I guess it's a funny story. But I was having sex with a dude, and um, I know. I'm so glad that Jonathan doesn't listen to the all. Cast, right? This is years ago. This is like eight years ago, right? This is old news. Nine. This is old news. Like nine years ago. I've been with Jonathan for four years coming up Christmas. But before that, I mean, I slept with people in San Francisco. I don't know what to tell you. You got to do I what mean, you got to do. Gotta, I mean, who knows? I don't I don't, I don't think about it. Whatever. But so we like came at each other and my nose ran into his like clavicle bone just like really hard and my nose it hurt really bad and my nose just started bleeding just it was just like gushing blood and I was like ah and he handed he gave me a t-shirt and uh, he was like can I finish and I was like yeah Sure. I mean, because I was wasted. Oh my god! And already bleeding all over his thing. I was like, all right, wow. yeah. Wow. So I let him. Wow, yeah. that guy's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I finish? Yeah. Oh, how polite. Yeah. Right. Oh, here's a, here's my t-shirt. Here's my Hanes white t-shirt. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I you think l- it was, and I think I can even remember what the t-shirt looked like. It looks like there's one of them in this box. It's not exact, but it had like, it was like a baseball t-shirt, kind of a yellow sleeves, kind of quarter inch, <laughs> quarter. quarter quarter sleeves you know and then like that the white knit the white on the front i remember i remember very even though i was drunk that sobered me up real quickly when you break your nose damn did you have to go to the hospital or no i mean my nose has been that was the third time i broke my nose the fourth time was the last skateboard accident not the teeth but the one after and i just like landed on my face and, that was a um, couple years ago, wasn't it? I think. Well, it was. It was the weekend before Michelle Ryder got married. So I'm gonna say it was two years ago. Two years ago. Because they got married in like November, October or November of two years ago. I can't remember. Ugh. It was a fun wedding though. But it was weird. I had to wear a lot of makeup because I had like two black eyes. Because when you break your nose, it's like your eyes just you just get black eyes. <laughs> so I mean, so I have a lot of stories of broken stories of trauma. But I might even just sort of forgive. Not just not even, I don't, I'm in a host definitely, but I don't know if I'm going to do my own story because I mean, it just, it depends on the audience members that want to participate. Like if there's enough audience members that want to tell stories, I'm not going to waste everybody's time with my stupid stories because theirs are probably, I mean, better, well, not better. Just, I think it's going to be an interesting show because 
we're asking the audience to also be a part of the performance, which that I haven't is, really done before. That is, that's a good one. You should share. Yeah, with the, I, I just Jonathan. Oh wait, Jonathan yeah. will be in the audience. Damn He'll it. Be in the audience. Well, and well, and so and so we'll see. But it's fine. It's like, well, the good thing is the podcast world knows now. Yeah, the podcast yeah, world knows now because they really. I know they really pay attention. I think they, I haven't broken any bones, knock on wood. Yeah. But yeah. I did fall up the stairs drunk and I got this dimple in my face now. Is that, that what that was falling up the stairs? Yeah, falling up the that, stairs. You know, the only time that's ever happened to a friend of mine was my buddy Megan, the Meeks, and she fell up the stairs because someone had roofied her drink. Oh man. We were at that's the we were at the a place called the Jewel Box in and it's a seedy, seedy box in uh, in uh, San Diego. I don't know if it still exists. I'm sure it does. But it's so funny because one time a, one of the drunks ran into the wall and like totally took out the wall and they had to rebuild it. It was funny. It's jewel box. <laughs> um, but we were there and we were having fun and I was drinking a weird drink. It was... Um, they didn't have root beer schnapps. I was I was weird. I liked this sort of root beer schnapps and ginger ale. I think I was drinking. Oh. Or, there was a weird thing I was drinking. Um, and but when they made it, I tasted it. And I didn't I didn't like it. I was like, ugh, ugh something's the wrong here. It was like it was like whiskey. I wanted it to be whiskey and root beer, but they didn't have root beer, so it was like root beer schnapps and ginger. Anyways, it was a weird drink. Yikes. But I take took a sip of it and I was like, ugh, I don't like this. And Megan was like, well, you know, I'll drink it. So. And we made a joke when we went outside at one point. We left our drinks and we didn't cover them or worry about them. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like someone's going to drug us here. Like, what are they going to, oh, I welcome your drugs. I made like a kind of a cheeky joke about it, right? We go outside to smoke. We come back in and I I taste my drink. I was like, "Eh, I don't really want it. And so she was like, I'll drink it. So she drinks her drink and my drink. And then we proceed to go to this other thing. And suddenly she's just not, it starts raining outside. Things are weird. We met some other friends and our buddy Jin, and she is incapacitated. She falls up the stairs where, I mean, I was kind of wasted. And I kept thinking like, we've only had like, what we have, we barely had anything to drink. And then we figured out, we were like, they roof, they roofied our drinks. And she had double roofie because she drank hers oh, and mine. And yours. Yeah. Shit. So she got all like super passy outy and things were crazy. She fell up the stairs and then our buddy ended up driving her car and he was sober because she obviously could not drive her car anywhere. And on the way home, we got in some crazy accident like the the tire blew the person something happened the person in front of us and then there was us and he drove really well but we still something happened and we had to get up the car was like broken we had to get off and we were at some hospital and people had to come pick us up with a cab it was crazy and the, it was a crazy 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 night That's and it was so raining nice. and she was all blah, fucked up and uh and we were like, we, we told the cops when they came, this is her car, he's driving, he's sober, we think that she got roofied. And uh, it was just... That sounds like a... It was a crazy night. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the rain made it all the way worse, but... Yeah. It was a dark ass night. It was a dark ass night. It Damn. was. It was a dark ass night. See, the good thing is, this is why if you're a woman, you got to be careful with the cocktails. Yeah, absolutely. And then watch out after each other, too. Absolutely watch out for each other. Well, you got to have a buddy. I mean, if you're... I, I mean, now I have a, a boyfriend. But even when I, when I go out alone... I'm not scared, I, but I but I pay attention to my drinks in front of me. I don't ever, and I mostly only go to benders. So I would 
I would never ex- no one would ever do that there because everyone no I know work. but everyone's still vigilant like all of the bartenders are vigilant and everybody's cool like yeah I, don't I know, still so. trust no one right trust no one trust, trust no, no one, one. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so what else is going on this week uh let's see well uh thanksgiving's over now we're yeah. into the holiday season i think i ate seven thousand calories on thanksgiving seven thousand i, think I, <laughs> I tried you? to put it together <laughs> well it was give, give me the rundown of what you had right so i made in the morning the first thing i made was the apple pie and it was like perfect but here's the thing it was just for me and jonathan so i made way too much stuffing i probably made twice as much as I needed. I didn't, and mashed potato, I made three huge potatoes into mashed potatoes with butter and and stuff, and, and then all this uh, stuffing, too much stuffing, and I love stuffing. And then um, I made just a chicken, which we still haven't finished the damn chicken. I tried to eat some last night, the cat's been eating it too. So there's, there's the pie and the, and the um, artichokes and Ooh, asparagus, yeah. which we still haven't eaten all the asparagus. And then the cheese plate. We had three different kinds of cheeses. We had four different kinds. We had a goat gouda, um, like a midnight moon, but a little different. Um, a goat cheddar, a truffle. Uh, it was a cheap milk truffle cheese, I think. And then um, there was one more kind of cheese. Oh, and then the San Andre triple cream brie. So the, we had, and then we had all these little, we had these little nuts that were candied with stuff. And, I mean, it was crazy. But the thing that, and then with the whipped cream with the pie. But I had a piece of pie, and then, like, we ate, and then we stopped eating, and then I ate more later, and then, so the last piece of pie that I ate, and I'd been eating the cheese all day, I ate so much cheese, Jonathan barely ate any of the cheese, I ate a lot of cheese, a lot of cheese, and so, after my second piece of pie, and it was a good-sized piece, uh, I moaned, I sat on the sofa, and I was moaning, I was like, Holding my stomach, holding, holding my poor little belly, trying to survive, just moaning and whining. Poor Jonathan, he ended up going to sleep, and I tried to stay up till till I could survive laying down. It was bad. Like I couldn't. Nothing was. Co- and then because I ate so much stodgy food, like it wouldn't come out. I couldn't. Oh, you had that too much blockage too. too. I had the blockage. I couldn't. Nothing was coming, coming out. out. <laughs> nothing was. Co- so. And it, the gas was just building and building and building. And so I did my grandfather's old trick, which is baking soda in a glass of warm water. And you just pound it. And it does something. And I finally could go to sleep. But, I mean, I felt like the next day I didn't eat anything until, like, on Friday. I didn't eat for a long probably, I probably didn't eat until, like, 8 at night, even. Because... I, I needed to fart like 12 times before <laughs> I could eat, before I could put anything in my body again. I just couldn't anything. So I had to figure out like how many calories did I eat? And it was a lot. I'm going to guess about 7,000. So that is what, about three days worth of calories? Probably, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even... 500 maximum, correct? Yeah, I, I don't know how much yeah, I eat a day. Yeah, it's 2,500 maximum a day. So yeah, you had yeah, three I, days. I had three days worth of food. Uh, but and I bet you you were happy when that shit came out. Oh literally. well, <laughs> finally. Well, I, that was the other thing is that because I didn't really use any jalapenos in Thanksgiving because it's just not like there was there was nothing spicy basically. So I'm eating like non-spicy leftovers for days, and that's what I usually rely on. I'm sorry, Alta Cal's listeners, if you're like the thing that makes me poo is spicy <laughs> foods, and I'm addicted to them because they make my body feel like they I clean would your system out. I would rather have liquid poo. 
and then have like not be able to poo at all. I agree. I, so I agree. Now that's just I'm, waste. I'm just back on the train, baby. Dude, Dude. I I actually I overdid it myself. I had some people over, and I um, had a cheese plate, which I still have like a bunch of cheeses left. It's like mixed with manchego and gouda and oh, I haven't had manchego in a while. English cheddar. Oh yeah. Um, and then I did a turkey. I did a ham. Whoa. I did a uh, cauliflower au gratin, which was fucking delicious. Awesome. I did uh, Brussels sprouts with turnips with roasted uh, with roasted turnips uh, with bacon bits. Wow. Uh, I did mashed potatoes. I did I did anything else? How many people did you have over? Here's the thing. I thought I was going to expect more. Yeah. Only like maybe about six people came. That's but cooking for six is, is quite a bit, especially it at is, Thanksgiving. But I overdid it. Yeah. Thinking yeah, like did. it was going to be like last year where I had like at least like 10, 12 people. Right. And I end up having to, well, most of the leftovers I used, I, oh, I made oyster stuffing too. Wow. Um, but I end up having to throw the ham away. What? I threw that away on Monday because it was, it was, I ate a big, I ate a lot of it. Right. So, but I was disappointed that I couldn't finish it. Sure. Um, I end up with the turkey. I made a homemade turkey pot pie with fresh nice. vegetables, which was good. Good. Um, the carcass was, I, I killed the turkey pretty much. Um, and then I end up having to throw some of my stuffing away because I burnt it oh. on Sunday. Gotcha. When you're reheating, reheating yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, but I took breaks Friday. I didn't leave the house at all. Cause I was just eating. We didn't leave the house Saturday. We came mm-hmm. back cause, but Friday I had the shows here and I had some other things and actually Jonathan was a prince. He let me go out after the show here. Um, so I, I had to host happy hour on Friday and, uh, and then host the show. So I had a fun time. I mean, I ate some pot food or whatever. I just wasn't drinking. But after the show, I was like, I really wanted to go to karaoke at Bender's and, and, and start drinking again. And Jonathan let me. So we went, cause he never, he's always like so tired on a Friday. He just wants to go to bed, but he was like, no, 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 we'll stay out. We'll stay out. And so I got to sing two songs of karaoke at uh, Bender's and I had a really good time. Did you end up shitting that day? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no, it's been, it's been, it's been a rough week. Like I, but I sort of forgive myself around these Christmassy times. Like there, I'm eating a lot of food and I don't usually do that, but I've been trying to compensate for it. Like, um, yesterday I just, I had an extra hour. So instead of taking the bus, I walked nice and I was, know. I was going to walk here this morning, but I, I had to write my story. So I didn't have time. Um, but I've been trying to like just balance it out, walk a lot more, and not take the bus. Well, the good thing is in Cabo, you'll you'll be out in the water and doing a bunch right. of stuff. I hope, I hope that we swim a lot. And yeah, stuff like that. You'll most definitely be really active. I I hope so. I mean, I would like to be. I mean, I'd like to be mellow for part of it, but I'd also like to be active in a really pretty place. And the, you know, the sea life there is really amazing. And I love the fishies and the You're going to snorkel, things. aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Do that shit. Because the Sea of Cortez side has no waves. Oh. The Pacific side is good for surfing. But because it's at the bottom there, you can hit both, really. You can go to the Pacific side down by the Cabo San Lucas or where we are, which is up in Los Cabos. We're on kind of like the cortez thing. And there's even a sort of a bay kind of area. So, I, I mean, I've, I've never been down there, so I'm kind of I've excited. Never been. To... I've never been to Mexico. Oh, I love Mexico. Oh, Fucking man. love Mexico. That's going to be one good Christmas. 
Yeah. Well, but we'll be back before Christmas. I mean, it, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm just excited that it's going to be a, a vacation. And Jonathan and I have never done 10 days together like this. So, you know, that'll be You won't neat. know what to do with yourself after day five. Yeah, no, I, I, I know how to vacation. I'm not concerned <laughs> about that at all. There's... It just means I get to to drink when I wake up. I was getting <laughs> ready to say, I'm like, it's going to be margarita time nonstop. Yeah, yeah. I don't like tequila, though. Um, I can get back into it, but I won't ever do shots of tequila because mm. of my youth. Mm-mm. Turns I, me into a werewolf. Well, it turns me into a, a puking machine. Like, it's the point now where if I even, if I even smell it, I get a little nauseous. Because Uh-oh. I had a problem with tequila shots in, when I was, like, 19. And I'll never forget it. It's like a sense memory thing. It, just that lime salt tequila. I mean, when I was a, when I was a young when I was a young alcoholic, uh, I used to think. Well, my whole point was like I want to get wasted fast, so I took shots. Right. Because if you take three shots in an hour, you're fucked. Oh God. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I was doing back then. I think I probably did. The, the, the day I got sick was we were watching the Kings play hockey. And we were at Moondoggies in La Jolla. We got free drinks there because we gave them free advertising in the Koala, which was a comedy newspaper on campus. So I was only 19, but because I knew the guys and I wrote for them, we just went and they just, they didn't care, whatever reason. It's also, was like 93. So for whatever reason in 93 at Moondoggies in La Jolla, they didn't give a fuck. And so they were, I, I would do this thing where I would, they were cute because they had the, instead of toothpicks, they had those tiny little red swords. Uh-huh. And so they'd put the, oh. they'd put the lime with a little sword on the thing with the glass. Okay. So I'm like, little swords and I'm being silly and I'm like fighting with the sword. sword. Right. And I, I start using them to count my drinks and I'm like, look, I've only had four. And so oh, I start being dumb because one of them takes the sword away and I'm like, I only have three now. Ah! And it becomes this joke, Uh-oh. right? But then that was the thing is I lost count. I had no idea how many I had that night because because I was, This is going downhill real fast. And it went, yeah. So I probably had like nine shots of tequila during it was, and shoots, he scores. We're watching hockey. I'm screaming about hockey. Loved hockey at the time. Loved the Kings. Wayne Gretzky was still on the team. This is oh, a long yay. time ago. Oh, dope. Long time ago. Oh, and I'm screaming. I'm underage drinking at a bar. And, and all I get up, and I'm just like, oh, no. And I, I can kind of even remember what their bathroom looked like. It, it was a special bathroom that was away from the other ones because it was in the bar section. And I just booted all over the place and came back out and, and had another shot because I was only 19 and I could <laughs> fucking take it. But the next day I was so hungover that I'll never drink tequila again. And that has been, let's see. Since that was 93, so. 20, about 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago. You know, I um, I have a tequila story. Yeah. Um, mine was in high school prom. Ooh. 1998, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was... Um, well, actually, that would be two tequila stories. I'll tell the interesting one. I have one where I ended in the closet, 
and started crying. Mm. So th this one was in high school. So this one. Is this the cl closet this, crying? Or is this yeah, this okay, is the closet okay, okay, crying. Okay, 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 yeah. So this is 1998. So like uh, we all, everyone has a room at this place called the Henry VIII in St. Louis, which no longer exists. Um, it was like an old timey English looking place. Um, and so we're all partying and underage drinking. Yeah. And uh, well, I decided to take tequila to the head. Like, Ooh. oh yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm only 17. I know what I'm Straight doing. Straight from the bottle? Straight from the oh, fucking bottle. Yeah, oh, I don't need the salt or the lime. Yeah, I'm no. 17. Yeah. Um, wrong. <laughs> uh, so I ended up putting on, I used to have this little uh, yellow nightgown. And mind you, the place is full with some of my peers that I go to school with. And I don't have any pants on. I'm wearing this little yellow nighty thing. Yeah. And... I don't know what was in my fucking right mind. So I'm like dancing around and then like I end up going to the bathroom. Is this I, before or after the prom? Oh, this is after the prom. Oh, this is after. Okay. So you're uh, out of your you're out of your dress. Prom dress. You're out of the prom dress. In my you're in the yellow nighty. nighty. You're dancing around, you're running up and down the hallway. Um, yeah, exactly. And I decided to run a bath. And as I rode the bath, that water made me figured, oh, I should puke now. So I puke and I remember in the bathtub? Yeah, I puked nice. in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you in and the it, bathtub while you were puking? No, oh. no. I was <laughs> I missed the I missed the um, the toilet. So I got, you know, on the ledge of the the toilet and I remember what I ate because I saw oh. french fries in my barf and it was kind of pinkish. So wow. sorry, sorry listeners. Um and I just I remember there was this little asshole, his name was Nick Downs. I'll never forget this. And he was trying to be a little bit sexually assaulty, and I was already not there. And I'm like, I You're just like, I already missed it. the salt, honey. I just I just drank it to my face. I didn't yeah. use any salt. And I'm like, I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna be assaulty. You're like, no, 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 you're not. There's no salt. I'm here. like, I'm not gonna do it thing with you. Ah. Yeah, that's when you vomit on yourself even more. They just yeah. don't want to rape you when you vomit on yourself. Isn't that amazing it's how amazing. that works? It, it, it's vomit. really yeah. Young. But it lets you, it also lets me know how men just don't give a fuck. Well, no, but I, I was taught in the rape crisis prevention program in what, 91 or whatever that uh, if you don't want to be raped, you just either pee yourself, shit yourself or vomit on yourself. If, if you've tried to yell for help and you've yelled fire and you've tried to, you tried the grab, grab, twist and pull and you missed and you're freaking out, the way to avoid being raped is to shit yourself, pee your pants or stick your fingers down your throat. And I was like, I was taught wow. this in high school, right? So wow. you did a great job. You avoided assault wow. by puking you know and I, smelling gross you smelled like old tequila I smelled like old tequila and french fries mm. so mm. I, I do recall running into the closet crying and I was singing a Bjork song oh wow <laughs> wow my my friend Michael Drummond who I'm still friends with to this very day comes to the closet with me who is gay he came in the closet with me and I was crying and he's like what's wrong I'm like nobody likes me I don't understand what I did no one, I'm just so fucking Degrassi junior high crying right. moment that was tequila tequila, tequila mess uh, 1998 flash forward we'll go to 2001 I um, didn't I, learn your lesson I didn't did not learn. Well, this one is an accident. Oh, okay. So this one, I um, I'm at a friend's uh, party in St. Louis still, and uh, this guy I was messing around with. He was older than me. I was uh, ni 18, 19 at the time, and he was like 37, Whoa. 38. Yeah. 
and I, I was still a virgin. Um, so we're at this party, we're drinking, and at my at the time I was like I liked Malibu and pineapple juice. Sure, yeah, yeah. coconut um, rum and pineapple, classic combination. Co- Delicious. And I liked dirty martinis too. Oh, so. you're an insane person. Yeah. I was you- <laughs> I, you just went from one delicious thing to one like highly disgusting, I love, like pickle juice weirdo. I love it. The, mm-hmm. No, olive the olives juice. and dirty, olive. So, so olive we're drinking. We're all fuck. in the kitchen and most of the alcohol, all the good stuff is gone. So all now we're down to the like the cheap alcohol, um, the Schnucks brand, which Schnucks is a store in St. Louis. So which is a bad, horrible brand. So I'm drinking this clear stuff. It's like Osco vodka. Yeah. For us out here, Osco uh, or Royal Gate, Royal Gate vodka. Ooh. That's rocka. That's 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 homeless person. That's questionably housed <laughs> fucking uh, vodka. If you're drinking your vodka out of a plastic bottle, you probably you shouldn't. Issues. Be drinking that vodka. You, you, you got issues. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking at the time, because I'm an idiot, I'm thinking, oh, I'm just drinking vodka. Um, so, and I know, I'm like, this vodka tastes weird. Was it gin? No. Oh. So. This vodka, this clear liquid that's burning me tastes weird. I think yes. it's vodka, but it doesn't taste like vodka. So I'm, I, this, after I've, I've drunk, like, I, and I was drinking the neat too, because I was trying to get to the point. Right. Because, you know, I'm 18, 19. I don't know. I know everything. Yay. Um, wrong. Uh, so the person picks up the bottle, they pour it, and they mix it with Coke. I'm like, why are you mixing vodka with Coke? They're like, that's not vodka. It's tequila. And the label. Tequila and Coke is even worse. Yeah. What are these psychotic people doing? I don't know. I don't believe in mixing Coke in anything. Yeah. Uh, well, at least the liquid form. Right. Uh, so, because I didn't see the label the label was not facing me the person pours it uh and um, he puts the bottle down and it says tequila oh my schnooks. god and i'm like you're no! drinking, drinking clear no! tequila is that it's oh that's that is uh, horrific it was and horrific from there when i saw that label oh. i flashed back to me being in the closet again i just vomited a little right now <laughs> Like just, just even sympathetically curling. Oh, it you. was terrible. Oh. Right then and there, I got drunk immediately as yeah. soon as I saw that label, and I oh. and yeah. I remember I like went all the way up to the third floor because it was like a three-story house and I'm like swaying and I hear this guy playing acoustic guitar I'm like oh, I need to get away from this ah and so I went up to someone's bedroom and it's dark and everyone's like just let her lie down you know she'll be okay and then dude that I was talking to who I don't remember his name was he was drunk and he was trying to more sexually salty he was trying uh, to like fuck me I'm like no wow. no and I remember someone that lived in the house came in the room and they're like yo stop that she's fucking passed out yo yeah it's like ah oh, fucking sexual assault god damn i just don't I understand. think about that yeah now, now we spelunk the memories of of fucking. uh yeah they but it's it somehow somehow and i don't know if it's if it's men or boys if it's their own volition or if it's something that they've gotten from movies or brothers or other men or if it's just if it's just pervasive in the society that they think when a girl is passed out that well she's not going to remember it anyway so it really doesn't matter and it's like but how just the the total lack of seeking consent and, and just thinking that like this is completely fine 
date. It's like fucking a corpse. I guess. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you guys are into, I mean, you're not. Uh, I mean, ew, you're sticking your dick in something that you, it's not moving. It's not she, yet. You know, she's breathing at least, but maybe. She, yeah. She's yeah, well, yeah. yeah. She, but she's not here, man. Right. So what? I mean, so you get to stick your you get to stick your dick into something, and woo, wow. That's what joy. How what do joy? they? Well, that's thing. How do they get hard when it's like? You yeah. know, it's like, is that, I guess it's, it's, is it past that lady is sexy? I don't, I don't know. And especially if you're so a drunk male thing. on top of that too, it's just like, what, I mean, yeah. I, I just I don't, don't know. I don't I, get it either. I, I, I think men are nasty. That's just, <laughs> I think they can be. I, I just, I don't understand where, where and how the culture has decided and given them the idea that it's okay that in such a large swath that, you know, sexual assault is no big deal. That they would even, I don't know, have the volition to want to do that. I, I, it just, I don't really understand. I don't really understand it. Probably because we were raised correctly and we're good people. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Just, I don't know. But we're also not men either. Because I don't hear too many women raping women. Right. Or you, I don't right. hear too many women trying to rape men. Well, I mean, I have a rape joke, but I haven't done it in a long time. But hey, Matthew Quirk, um, I have a rape joke, and I haven't done it in a long time about you know taking it when a, when a guy before he wakes up if you if he's sleeping you know and you take it flaccid dick in your mouth and you suck it till it's hard you know that's power like that's my rape joke which I think is kind of funny but I don't say it very often because right now in this like Climate. everybody's like me too me too and I'm like ah we are joined right now by Matthew Quirk how are you doing uh pretty good can I uh, use your bathroom crash your party charge my absolutely <laughs> yeah sure just like a do man. you you're, did you park your van around the corner I'm pretty close by. You're yeah. pretty close. That's yeah. nice. He's, he's his house. His apartment is around the corner. I uh, so I use the visit. local laundromat and all that sort of thing. Oh, good for you. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Alta. I'll join you in just Matthew a few Quirk. minutes. Thank yeah, you. sweet. He's going to go use the restroom. So, uh, you, so you have to retire that joke till probably maybe a year or two? I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been doing that joke for like four years, so I don't, I haven't done it recently, but it's, it's the same thing about like, I'm an insensitive person. You guys can listen to last week's show if you didn't listen. Uh, I'm completely <laughs> insensitive. I'm a terrible feminist. I'm an awful. I'm a perv- I'm a handler of the rape culture. I'm completely. You like, like men more. I like. I guess I like men more. I don't know. <laughs> I found it just just to just to bring it full circle from last week. I talked to the male in question, and he had no idea that any of this was going on. Oh. He's never asked her out. He's never oh, oh. asked, used any language at all in any way. This this it, actually gets a little bit more interesting it, now. I know. I, I told him, I just, I thought I would be remiss if I didn't share the podcast with him. And, and so I sent it to him and I said, hey, just want to let you know, you might want to give this a listen. I don't know where she was coming from. I, I tried to defend you, but I didn't really think that your actions even needed defensing because um, I don't think that you really did anything. I just want, I just want to make you aware of this. Right. And, then, and I said at the end of it, I said that I think that you should just, just not, not talk to this, just not interact with this person at all. Just stop interacting with them. And he was so hurt. He was like, um. it is always, he's like, I had no idea that I've done anything to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. And he's like, it's always, uh, oh, he's like, I'm always trying to be nice to everybody. And I didn't mean for anything to be taken in any way. He's never been Oh, interested man. in her at all in a dating capacity. Oh. So that 
sort of confuses exactly. the mix and i'm like i don't know where is this coming exactly from so now i'm now. like i don't know what to do it's all in someone's head i don't know so now um but i'm excited because now that happy hour there's a bunch of different people that are going to host and i'm going to be out of town anyway so it's um so we've got this week is Alyssa westerland uh next week is uh, Ian Levy, then um, Arden, then um, uh, then Annette Mullaney, and then Zane Barrett. So those are the five hosts of December, and it's exciting because it gives people opportunity to host. I think it'll widen the audience for people because, I don't know, people spread it around more when they're like, I was the host, or whatever. Um, so everything works out all right in the end, but... But this is a mystery. It's a, I mean, it's a mystery. Well, and what's not a mystery is uh, tomorrow, if anybody wants to come by, from 9 in the morning until 